peace to everyone. This is Yasir Allah checking in again. I have my most beautiful and esteemed guest. This is my my queen, my earth, my wife, Miss Aja Yasir. How are you doing today, honey? Fired up. Fired up. So, uh, this is the first episode that I've recorded um, in a long time uh, because, you know, things have happened, life happens, and uh, I also, I've also been feeling like I wanted to kind of go a little bit of a different direction uh, with this podcast and how it was originally started um, to be a little bit more all-encompassing, but we'll have more on that at a later time. Today, uh, we're going to talk about the biggest event that just happened in the uh, United States, and I guess this is something that affects the world as well, given the United States' position uh, in the world, and that is that we now have a new president, uh, Joe Biden, and his running mate, Kamala Harris, as the vice president, and black people excited, honey. They shucking and jiving in the streets like chitlins are raining from the sky. <laughs> Black people are excited, man. And, um, I mean, you know, we've been talking about it. I, uh, yesterday was stressful. Oh, my goodness. It was very stressful, you know, to see all of the uh, elation, you know, that black people have like it's confusing you know it's a little it's confusing because it's like it just I just wonder I'm trying to understand what did we gain out of this to warrant the celebration that's taking place you know it was exhausting you know I I went to bed at eight o'clock and slept until 4 o'clock, got up and went right back to sleep. It's exhausting. What exactly did we gain? And it's so disrespectful. This is my thing. It's so disrespectful to act as if racism started four years ago with Trump. I mean, the fact that George Washington enslaved people, Andrew Jackson enslaved people, these were presidents. The fact that limbs were torn off of our ancestors, many of our ancestors were brought here in torture chambers, babies beaten out of wounds and people hung and tongues cut, cut out. We act as if racism began four years ago with this man getting on the podium saying we need to build a wall and all of the ridiculous things that he said. Mm. I mean, this this how spacey must we be and how needy what must we be and how lowly must we be to accept this? And then you know what it makes me think of? Of course, I'm sure your audience knows you in the nation of gods and earth. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of... Why does he love the devil? Mm. He loves the devil because the devil gives him nothing. And I didn't under, really understand that degree until recently. Mm. Not because of this election, 
But I didn't really, like, how could you love somebody who gives you nothing? I'm really, I've come to a more of an understanding of that degree as I look around. And, okay, people may have issues with Ice Cube and Lil Wayne and Kanye and all of these musicians who have who went to Trump and to the Republican Party and said, hey, this is what we need for our people. You may have issues with them, but at least they asked for something. Mm. And you're not asking for anything, and you're sitting up here dancing in the street, loving the devil, and the devil told you, I'm not giving Giving you anything. And you're coming after these people who actually have the audacity to to say... I need this for my people. And like you said, y'all said, they don't need it. They don't need it. Lil Wayne, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Kanye, none of these people need any of these things. They don't need it. Their grandchildren won't need it. Maybe their great-great-grandchildren won't need it. It's you Negroes cooning in the streets waiting for the chitlins to fall from the skies who need it. (laughs) Exactly. You know, it came in Ice Cube. And yeah, just just like we talked about, Ice Cube don't need the money. Ice Cube family don't need the money. Ice Cube is doing very well for himself from what I can tell. I mean, he's got Cube Vision, his own production company. The last, I mean, I think starting with Friday. I think starting with Friday all the way up to now, all the movies he does are under his own production company. So now, of course, he has his alliances in order to get them to the big screen, but he's getting a big chunk of money off of these movies. And he's had some very successful movies. Um, he owns a basketball league now, so yeah, Ice Cube don't need the money, you know. Um, Kanye West don't need the money. Kanye West is a certified billionaire now, from what I hear. So Kanye West don't need the money, you know. So people coming at these celebrities just because they have the audacity to align themselves with somebody that we believe is. A racist, as if Joe Biden is not a racist, or as if all these other, you know, white government officials are not racist. Um, you just spoke about that degree, loving the devil because the devil gives him nothing, and how yeah, right. The understanding is that why would you love somebody because of how you see yourself? That's why. You don't value your own self. So that's why you would love someone who doesn't do anything for you. Because if they did something for you, it would start to make you feel, you would have to reevaluate yourself to say, why me? Why me? Why am I deserving of such good treatment, sir? So, it's... um. It's it's just a, it's a sad state. It's it's a sad state of affairs. Um, yeah, can I say something about Biden? Absolutely. This nigga Biden, and people have talked about the crime bill and how the crime bill put many of our brothers in jail. But I have seen talks on social media saying, "Well, black folks wanted that." Black folks wanted the crime bill. Well, I heard that. I heard that it was a lot of black uh, people, a lot of um, black people in the uh, you know NAACP, the local community organizations, the churches, of course. You the know, codes, the, all you the know, codes. the churches is in there. 
Um, that's the only fucking institution we have that has any fucking influence is the black church. Um, yeah, so yeah, they all were in favor. Well, this is what I heard, is that they were all in favor of the crime bill. But then you have to ask yourself why. Because you mentioned the NAACP, you mentioned the churches. Why were they in favor of it? Now, I don't, I don't know the details. Where they pay, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the details of it. But people aren't even questioning this man's history with black folk. Not even questioning it, questioning it because he is not as blatant as Trump. And I said, you know what? I like my racism sunny side up with Confederate flags on top. I want to know what I'm walking into. Mm. But this snake, see, this, this Biden is one of those snakes. You can be in your garden, minding your own business. Then all of a sudden, you feel something slither up your leg. Ooh, that's a pretty snake. That snake is so pretty. It's glowing in the lightest, made of rainbows and cherry-colored sprinkles. Mm. That mug bites you on your leg and kills you, and you on your way to the morgue. Mm. And that's exactly how I see Biden. That's exactly what I see what's going on right now, and it just pisses me off it just pisses me off that we are not that we don't have higher standards Man. than what we have we do not have it just i'm just angry yeah yeah i mean and so and what was crazy is that you know i didn't know like i mean with the crime bill i just heard about the clintons right because it was under the Clinton administration. Oh, and the Negroes love Clinton. I too. didn't know that Biden was the author of that crime bill, right? That everybody rails on the Clintons about, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody kills the Clintons about this crime bill. But he but Biden wrote the fucking crime bill. Okay? So I mean, and then they already pulled out the article of him talking about back when he was younger, huh? About how he doesn't want his children growing up in a racial jungle, right? To go to you know, school with black children. Um, and all these things, uh, and then turn around and said, you don't, you're not black if you don't vote for me. Hey, that shit the blew fuck me. out of here. Hey, that, that <laughs> blew me. And what was, what made it more crazy was that most black people just passed it off as an off color joke. Yes. Passed it. Cause they passed themselves off as, as, a, as an off color joke, as an off color fucking joke. Menstrual show. They passed off as a fucking joke. How the fuck? You're going to be a politician. First of all, we're supposed to be coming to the table talking about business. That's first of all. That's one problem that we have. One of many. But that's one problem that we have with politics. Is we get too caught up in the symbolism. And the and and the, um, the idea of who we think these people are. When we don't know any of these fucking people. We don't know Joe Biden personally. We don't know Donald Trump personally. We don't know Kamala Harris personally. We don't know any of these things. So we don't we don't have we don't know who they are as people. So you can't approach it of saying, "Oh, uh Trump's moral caliber is not what I would like it to be." So Biden seems like he's on a higher moral high ground, so I would rather him represent the country that's not that that that, that's that's the wrong way to be thinking about this type of thing this is a business deal when you're talking about politics 
Okay? So, I don't know any of these motherfuckers personally. I don't know what they like in their household. I don't know none of that. So, all we have to go off of are your background, experience, and what is your platform. Yeah, what have you done? What have you done and what what do you plan to do? Exactly. Like a job interview. Exactly. You are hiring these people for a job interview. You don't hire somebody unless you're hiring a shake dancer. You don't hire somebody just off the way they look, (laughs) off the way they speak. You hire people based off of what they have done and what they plan on doing for your organization. But speaking of shake dancers... This coonery that went on with the Democratic Party, they had shake. I know y'all probably don't even know what a shake dancer is because I'm so old. They had strippers. Strippers. What was this Magic City? It was somewhere. It was somewhere in Atlanta, man. Strippers for Biden. They did a whole stripper video. Then they had a, a rap battle. See, that's how they see you. That's how mm. that's how they see and that's you. That's an ice cube with a little what? Ish. No, this is what they think about. You. That's exactly this is what they think about. exactly. <laughs> but people hate ice cube. So, um, yeah. So see that that's that that that's the problem, right? You know, we're we're, we're looking at the, at all the wrong things. So see, so now let's circle it back. Now, first of all, before before somebody out there wants to even get into a thing of like, oh. You know, I'm a Trump supporter and all that, which even if I was, it doesn't matter. Okay, first of all, but most times I'm apolitical. This year I decided to vote third party, you know, Libertarian Party. And you have the right to do that. People are going to come at you for voting for Joe Jorgensen as well. Yeah, but you have the right to do that. And that's what about that's that's the beauty of being in America. And that's what our people fought for. Yeah, we didn't fight for just for the right to vote. We fought to be free. But the Negro thinks you fought for the right to vote Democratic. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We fought for the right to be free. To do what the fuck we want to do and be recognized as people. That's what we fought for. Voting was just one tool that we used in the quest for freedom. We didn't fight for the right to vote. And we definitely didn't fight for the right to vote fucking Democratic like we seem to not be able to get past. Anyway, so I voted third party this year. Last last time I didn't vote because I didn't fuck with it. Hillary or Trump. Um, and this year I wasn't fucking with Biden or Trump. So I voted Joe Jorgensen. Not because I actually thought that she was going to win. Or that I thought the Libertarian Party was going to win. But I felt like, you know, um, you know, and my, you know, my, my, my wife knows, of course, I've been saying some months ago, I'm like, you know, I feel like I should be more politically involved. But I didn't know what to do. So anyway, I threw my vote out there for third party. Doesn't matter. I don't really care about it like that. But anyway, um, now let's talk about Biden and Trump, though. I think that people are going to find that we're going to end up being in a worse case, in a worse situation with Joe Biden than we were and where we could end up being, we could have ended up being with Trump. Because there's, there's a few different things that people are not paying attention to. Because they're so caught up in emotion and what they think Trump is as a person versus Joe Biden is as a person. First, let's deal with the Trump. Trump was a businessman, is a businessman, came up around business, also came up in entertainment, had the whole You're Fired show. 
This is why his marketing campaign last session was so masterful. He knows how to reach his target market. And he sure did reach his target market. Right? Let me tell you, Trump don't even fuck about you poor white people. That was his target market. Exactly. So, Trump reached his target market. So, the inflammatory things that he would say, the outrageous things that he would say, I think it was all part of his marketing ploy. You know what I mean? We don't know if those are things that he really felt as a person. But even if he did... That doesn't matter because as a black American, I look at this from the standpoint of what policies did he enact that made things worse for us? I don't know of any. Now, I could be wrong with that because as I just stated, most times I'm apolitical, so I haven't even been paying attention that much. Um, These are just things that I've picked up in the time that I have been paying attention. Another thing is that Trump is not a career politician. He's a businessman, so he didn't have to become president to get any money. That's not his job. That's not his career. So we know that that's not. So he didn't need corporations to fund him. Biden and Kamala are both career politicians, and career politicians are run by corporations. This is the United States of America. It's the American way. See, so um, Big Pharma, um, Monsanto, all this other shit. (laughs) they got their hooks in with these politicians. So, you know, Trump was talking about bringing industry back to the United States. That's something else y'all sleep on. We can, do y'all not understand how compromised America is by not producing anything? Like y'all don't understand that. A a, a lot of, a lot of you, um, so-called, you know, conscious black people out there, you've heard of this concept of do for self. I see a lot of you all even talk about doing for self, but you don't even extend that to the country of which you are a citizen. America is not producing enough product and industry that we use on a daily basis. So we are completely beholden to another country, which the the buzz out there is that or, well, I ain't going to say the buzz, but there's an idea that this same country that we're beholden to is the one who's responsible for the virus leaking. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. You're talking about China, but I'm thinking, as you're speaking, I'm thinking about agriculture because I'm a gardener, mm-hmm. very in tune with the land, focus on agriculture, and the our dependence, we're in the middle of a pandemic, our dependence on imported food is going to kill us. It may kill us faster than the pandemic because look, we are used to being able as people in this country to go to a grocery store to buy a pineapple in January or December or buy cherries all year round. But the thing is, we are dependent on other countries to bring this food to us. And that puts us at a very, very vulnerable, that puts us in a very vulnerable position. What if the borders decide to close? Or what if they need to close because of this pandemic? What are we going to see? We're going to see starvation. Because we are so dependent upon other countries to produce what we can produce for ourselves. Mm. 
in this country, why are we importing cherries from Costa Rica into the Midwest when we are near Michigan, the home of cherries? We have this dependence on imports, and that is going to kill us. And as far as you also mentioned pharmaceuticals and Biden being in bed with pharmaceuticals, with this election, I have been paying close attention to cannabis and what's going on with cannabis because, you know, we moved. Do the, do the people know we live in Gary? They know now because I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> so we moved to the city of Gary, Indiana, and, you know, it's a struggling city. So I've been thinking like, okay, cannabis can really put this city on the map if it were legal or decriminalized in Indiana. Of course, we have... Our governor, who just got reelected, unfortunately, who has stated it will not be legal as long in Indiana as long as it's illegal on a federal level. So then we have Biden stepping in. Biden has spoken about making cannabis a Schedule II drug. And if it's a Schedule II drug, that means that pharmaceutical, it will be listed as a regular pharmaceutical and pharmaceutical companies can come in and take control of the cannabis market. Mm. So not you, so not only are your brothers and sisters locked up in jail for cannabis, you won't even have an entry point into the cannabis industry because he is talking about making this a schedule to drug because he's in bed with pharmaceutical companies and he's also in bed in ph with some pharmaceutical companies which can it should make us be think it should make us think like what is next for these vaccinations whether you're pro-vaccination or anti-vaccination we know that we first got word of covid back in what january february maybe even december who knows so do you expect for them to come up with a vaccination within eight, nine, ten months? One That's that you can healthy. trust? That's going to be safe. Right. One that won't kill you? One that won't be a Tuskegee experiment part two? Because they don't give a fuck about you. Mm. You're, you're a test run. Mm. Test dummy. So, you know, so that's that's the kind of, oh, and Biden, he's probably coming for your guns, too. So now you can speak on that. Yeah, he's probably coming for your guns, too. I mean, you know, we've seen, you know, he's already talked about trying to get rid of rifles and all these other different things. Yeah. I didn't know anything yeah. about that. Yeah, so he's trying to get rid of rifles and all these other different things. Government overreach. You see what I'm saying? Go government overreach. Um, government overreach. You know why? You know, your you're, you're anti-Second Amendment. The whole reason that the Second Amendment was put in place was so that the United States citizens could protect themselves against a tyrannical government. <laughs> now, this is a tyrannical government. <laughs> this is a tyrannical government. Now, um, for black Americans, it's always been a tyrannical government. You see? So, for black Americans, it's always been a tyrannical government. So, we should definitely be embracing the Second Amendment and should understand everything that goes into the Second Amendment and what it means to have that right as a citizen. Um, so, you know, so that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's another thing is that, you know, where black people in America, from my view, 
we we've had this conversation before. We we're we stay in this we stay in, in like a perpetual state of limbo when it comes to America, right? We never make a stand on what side of the fence that we're going to be on, right? We never say, okay, I'm going to be anti-America. If you're going to be anti-America, then you need to leave America. You know what I'm saying? Now, I mean, that's a very Trump-like statement, I guess you could say. But the reality of the situation is, I mean, that's that's what it is. I mean, you're, 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 you're a part of a country. You're affected by whatever is happening there. You're taking advantage of whatever benefits that are there. Now, my view now, this is something that I've come to in my latter years. But my view is that black Americans should embrace America and our citizenship here. Why? Because there would not be no America. There would be no United States were it not for the black American. All of these other groups of people that come here get to benefit off the blood, literal blood, sweat, and tears that we put in. That we put in. Okay? Now, um, you know, Native Americans, that's a part, they're part of that too. You know what I'm saying? The Native Americans are part of that too. I mean, even on a on a on a different level, because you were the original inhabitants here, you know, right? And then you got pushed around. So that's you know, some some somebody who somebody who is more um in tune with that history, you know, can can speak on that. I, I'd love to have, you know, somebody like that, you know, as a as an interview. So so for me, I, I I'm gonna speak on the on the black American perspective. So Yes, the blood, sweat, and tears that we literally put into this country, we need to get every piece of it that we can. Now, there's been very, we have made various attempts at doing that ever since we've been here, um, all the way up until today. So, but then there's the there's a there's a problem that we have. I think that we've gotten to a point where we've become too comfortable. Whereas we know that things are still bad, but they're not bad enough. Right? Mm. We know that things are still bad, but they're not bad enough. They're not bad enough for us to feel like we need to stake out stake out some territory in the United States for our own governance because that's the only real solution I see for black people as a collective, right? Individually, we can all make our strides and get what we get and do what we do. But as a collective, um, that is the only solution that I really see because it's been shown and proven over and over again that they're not going to do the right thing, Right? Because the right thing, yeah, there's not gonna do the right thing. So, you know, so we we have to take care of ourselves, and we just have not gotten to a point where we feel like it's bad enough to make those uh, changes. It makes me think like, oh, that statement that you said, um, we we haven't gotten to a position where it's bad enough. I wonder if we we have or we're getting to that position, but we're so fooled by social media and all of the reality show 
the because this whole political thing was a reality show to me. Mm-hmm. If we're just fooled by social media, because we're not okay. So and this is why it, it's making me think of this. Okay, so on Instagram, my Instagram page is very different from what's going on in, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. When this pandemic hit. Because I only follow gardeners and healers and farmers on Instagram. When this pandemic hit, people started getting mobilized. The farmers, the gardeners, everybody was getting mobilized. I got these seeds. We trading seeds. We building our soil. We we doing compet. We having competitions on. Who can mm. revamp their whole garden space? How much food can we get into this area? And then we've extended here. We've ex- we extended our garden, and now we have a greenhouse. This is the movement that's going on on Instagram mm. because I follow a particular market of people. Now, Facebook, you know, Facebook is set up differently. These are people who are so-called friends who may not have the same, all of the same interests. You can't control your, yeah. your feed the same way. You can't control the feed the same way. And I'm just seeing a bunch of lackadaisy, just nothing, just nothing, niggas. Just not not doing anything, not growing anything, not getting mobilized, not trying to buy any land outside of the few real estate people that I follow. It's a different mentality. So I'm wondering if we are getting to that point. And then the police shootings, mm. the police shootings that are that that took place that are still taking place on Instagram. It looked like people were getting mobilized. They were out in the streets, whether you believe in protesting or not. They were out in those streets. They and some people were like, "I can't be out in the streets, but I'm I'm here. I'm making medicine at home." And you know, people were getting mobilized. Mm. But I don't I don't see that same that same energy on Facebook. So I'm wondering if we are getting to that point and only a small percentage of people are actually coming to the realization that we've gotten to that point. And it also makes me think of Elijah Muhammad's book, The Fall of America, when he's talking about America is going to get to a point when they can't feed themselves. So why would you expect them to be able to feed you? Hmm. And I feel like that's the point that we're getting to. I feel like that's the point. Whether you are pro-Elijah or anti-Elijah, I don't care. That is a jewel right there. I feel like we've, we've gotten or we're getting to a point where they can't feed themselves. So we need to figure out how to feed ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, um, so it's so basically what it seems like to me, based on the reactions we saw yesterday, is that um, we're just being lulled to sleep yet again, yet again. You know what I mean? Uh, Trump's out, so now the sun is out again, right? Which, which is so stupid. You know what I mean? It's so stupid because, like, the protests, these protests were sparked by the murder of this brother. But then, do y'all remember how it seemed like every month it was a new police murder during the Barack administration? And it wasn't even that long ago. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Every, it seemed like all the time. Sandra Bland, wasn't that on the bar? Yeah. Tamir Rice, wasn't yeah. that on the bar? Yeah. Eric Garner, wasn't that on the bar? Yeah. Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin, wasn't that on the bar? Yes. Um, Philando Castile, was that on the bar? Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Um, Mike Brown, wasn't that on the bar? Yes. And it goes on and on and on. It's like this shit is crazy. This shit is crazy. You see what I'm saying? So. It's like it's like what are we it's like what are we doing? All it takes is just the slightest bit of symbolism. You 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 throw us a pork chop and we happy. The pork chop this time around is Kamala Harris. And it's full of worms. Kamala Harris is the pork chop they throw on us, right? So <laughs> You just call Kamala Harris the pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> so Kamala Harris is the pork chop. You know what I'm saying? Something to appease you. You know what I'm saying? Some 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 shit to to that that, that look like it's something. So Kamala is the pork chop, right? Which again, um somebody posted this on on social media the other day, which I thought was interesting. Now, you know, again, hey, you know, you know, yeah, you know, I you know, I'm part of, you know, Nation of Gods and Earths. And of course we talk about the uni we talk about the unification of all people across the planet Earth, but definitely the original people and uniting the seeds and all that good stuff, right? Um but yet and still there is still a political that th there's an experience. That's it. There's an experience. You got knowledge of wisdom and understanding, right? Knowledge is the base. That's the foundation. At the foundation, yes, we're all the same. We all come from the same root. The original man, original woman, right? So, but then there's the wisdom. The wisdom is the experiences. The experiences bring about a different understanding. See? So, somebody brought up on social media yesterday how neither Barack Obama nor Kamala Harris have a relationship or they don't come from black American enslavement. Hmm. Neither one. They don't come from black American enslavement. Now, yes, they were raised here in America, so they experienced their share of discrimination, I'm sure. You know, they experienced, you know, the, the white gaze and all that type of stuff, right? But they have a different they're not going to see it the same. Barack is not going to see it the same because he was raised by his white mother. You're not going to feel like they're not going to feel the same thing that I may feel if I'm walking through. Like we, um, um, my family has land in Mississippi. They're not going to feel the same thing that I may feel if I'm walking through the forest, our forest in Mississippi, and I'm just imagining the bodies that may have hung on those trees. Or am I, I'm imagining the people running from plantations in that area. Or they, they just don't have that same ancestral connection. So for us to be so... So pro... These people, these tokens, and yes, I did call them tokens. My husband called them um, Kamala pork chop. I get to call <laughs> a her a token. For us to be so pleased with these amulets that we are trading, 
for nothing is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing, did, did you speak on Kamala? Short. Alright, so, so yeah, so the, the experience. So, and then Kamala Harris is a product of a Jamaican father and a Indian mother. So, um, it's just a different experience, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that she's going to have. She, she's going to be looking through things through a different lens is what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that she's still not a part of the, you know, the family and all that. It's just that she's she's looking through a different lens. You know what I mean? She can't she's not going to have conversations. She she didn't grow up having conversations with the elders in her family about running from the south, running from the violence of the south. Right. She didn't have these conversations growing up. You see? So her perspective is different. And then the icing on the cake. She has a white husband. <laughs> you marry your allegiance. Now you can take it or leave it alone. See? Water seeks its own level and you marry your allegiance. See? So she has a white husband. So, so, you know... It doesn't, I mean, see, she has a white husband, so basically she doesn't have any allegiance to black people. No, I don't, any, any black person that is talking anything about pro-black anything, if your spouse is white, uh, you, you, I'm immediately deaf to anything that you're saying because it, it doesn't, it doesn't compute. You know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. How can you be pro-black, but your spouse is white? It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So, anyway, with, so with that being said, she's got a white husband, so she can't, she, 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 she's just not, she's not it. You know what I mean? Like, she, she's not it. You know what I mean? That, that, that's all I can say. She's not it. Now, the other piece to it, and uh, we have our beautiful daughter who's standing here as well, um, you know, the other piece, honey, and I, I, would, I would like you to speak to this, too. You know, being a black female and a black mother, um, you know, what people feel like, well, it's great to have Kamala Harris be the first. We're calling her a black woman. We're calling her a black woman. Right. I don't know if she identifies that way, but we're calling her a black woman in the vice president's seat. And it's a great example for all the little brown and black girls, you know, to, to, to see that. How, how do you see that? She, I don't see her as an example of anything. She's just as much as an example as Tiana on the frog and the princess. It's just an image. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I'm her example. I really don't, I'm not looking at Kamala to be some example for my daughter. I don't even know this woman and we haven't even seen what she is or is not going to do while she's in the office. Now we, we talked about Barack. So the thing about Barack is that the image was full. He had Michelle, 
author woman, which I think was beautiful for young girls to see because, of course, colorism is a whole nother subject. But he had beautiful Michelle, these beautiful brown children. So I think that image was more purposeful for my daughter than seeing Kamala. And I'm not saying because she's light complexion. I know people are going to come at that. But I, I, I just don't, I, again, I, I guess I, I, I'm going to double talk myself because I really don't see any, her as some kind of role model she hasn't even been in office so i can't really speak on that right now mm -hmm. but my thing is i was off of facebook for a couple of months and before i got off of facebook everybody was just hating kamala because there's some tupac mm -hmm. reference she made then i get back on facebook everybody loves kamala what the hell like <laughs> hey, that's what right. the hell that's what right. the hell happened no that that's 100 percent correct she was actually wanting to be president so she was wanting to be president, and during that time, she was being shitted on because of her record, and the whole Tupac statement she made was during the time that she was trying to be elected, that she was trying to be the president-elect. Um, oh, I'm sorry, the, uh, the to, to get the presidential nomination. So, um, yeah, and people wasn't, people wasn't all on Kamala Harris. Then all of a sudden, they must have got some jiggy juice. And now everybody <laughs> loves Kamala. They dancing in the street for and for chitlins and Kamala. Chitlins, oh wait a minute, chitlins and Kamala. I don't know. That's gonna be on somebody's menu. I know it is. <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah. I mean, and then and then we saw Van Jones punk oh, ass. Oh my goodness! I want to say His something about ass. him, but I can't say it because my daughter's right. His punk ass is crying. <laughs> that shit was so terrible. Like. I, Talking about because you know being a good person matters and 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 you know and you can't lie and cheat your way to the top and blah 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 like people are so okay like you know what now that that just made me think of something else I think the reason that people hated Trump is because Trump this is why motherfuckers hated Trump is because Trump was the un apologetic representation of white America mm -hmm. in your face. Mm -hmm. That's I'm fucking, like I'm in business. Mm -hmm. Yes, a bunch of businesses failed. I filed bankruptcy and I'm still up. Okay? I'm still up. I still got hotels. I still got golf courses. I still got restaurants. I done filed bankruptcy X amount of times. Don't fucking matter. No, I don't pay. I don't pay taxes because it's a loophole. You dumbass. If you're a corporation, you are a separate person. So all them damn failed businesses I had and all the debts that went with them, they all gone. And I'm still up. I'm still rich. And you know, I'm still rich. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm still rich. Um, what else? <laughs> what, what else? Uh. Uh oh shit, you just made me lose my thought, honey. Sorry, it's sorry. okay. Um, um oh oh and then yeah the the fucking people mad talking about Trump was dividing the country. They're saying Trump was dividing the country. They're saying Van Jones punk ass talking about it's a little bit easier to be a parent today. 
it's a little that, easier yeah. to be a parent because now, because now, oh, and Van Jones, who also had a white woman, I think he's divorced now from what I've seen, but anyway, um, and so, and, uh, it's because it's a little bit easier to be a parent because Trump was dividing the country by inciting, not inciting, by making it okay for the racists to exhibit their racism. So out of that whole punk ass shit that Van Jones said, the only thing I got out of it was that you just want people who are racist to not let you know anymore that they're racist. Mm -hmm. People that don't like black people, you just want them to stay quiet about it. And that's why people were mad because Trump pulled the curtain back. He pulled the curtain back. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. You can still be rich. You can duck and dodge taxes. All of you motherfuckers going to pay taxes. But I'm not going to pay them. And other people like me are not going to pay them. And that does not include you poor white people who voted for me. Exactly. It don't include you poor white people that voted for me. Um, You know, there is a market of... White Americans, a large part, actually, because that's the majority of white America. That's another thing that we fail to realize, black people. Because we tend to, we, because we tend to be so, con- so concentrated around metropolitan cities nowadays, right? Nowadays, it wasn't always that way. So, but since we seem to be so concentrated around metropolitan cities, we are so used to seeing white people be associated with money, not realizing... That the majority of white people in America do not have money. Poor, bring your ass to Indiana. Oh my god. Oh poor. poor so we need to we need to take that narrative out of our head. That that to be money or that to have money or to be wealthy equals being white, because that's not true. So yeah, Trump and Trump reached to that group that felt like they weren't being heard. And he latched on to it and let them be free. And all we want, black people don't want, we don't want, uh, we don't want to own and operate our own communities. We don't want better schools. We don't want nothing that matters. All we want is for you to smile in our face and act like you like us just enough. Oh my goodness. That sounds like a, the help or something. That's all we want. So we're so happy that Trump is out of office just so that we can go back to sleep of believing the fantasy that white people as a collective are not as racist as we saw them to be while Trump was in office. And the thing is, like, you have these liberal white people who are saying, okay, we need him out. I'm so glad he's out and blah. No, 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 no. What happened is he uncovered your truth as well. He uncovered your truth. They are triggered. They were triggered that he was saying all of this stuff blatantly and out in the open, the stuff that they say behind closed doors. The policies that they create behind closed doors and their little nonprofits in the in the hood, they they were triggered 
by what he was doing blatantly that they do undercover. Mm. And that's the only reason the white liberal wanted him out. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. See, so, see, so that's why, see, so, and then that kind of goes back, goes back to what you was talking about. It's like, while Trump was in office, we was on our toes. We was having these conversations about, you know, let's do this. We're going to, you know, get land and da 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 So now we're going to be lulled back asleep again. Maybe that's the danger. That Maybe that was the danger of them to us. And maybe that's why Biden had to be put oh, in well, Oh, maybe. Oh, oh, you mean you mean we saw him as dangerous? Trump? We saw Trump as dangerous? No, no, we didn't see. I'm not saying that's one of the reasons we saw him as dangerous. Maybe outside forces saw him as dangerous because his presence activated something within these groups that they claim he was coming against. You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to say that that is that we saw him as dangerous because of that. And I'm going to say that. Well, I'm going to say this. Why? Because while Trump was in stirring up the races and all the other little shit that people say he was doing and it kept us on our toes. We saw Trump as a problem because it meant that we was going to have to do some fucking work. Mm. Well. No, put no, no, no. Uh-uh. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to start thinking about doing for myself. I don't want to start thinking about doing for myself. I don't want to start thinking about, you know, firearms and growing food and, 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 and starting businesses for myself or another stream of income or saving money or whatever. No, I don't want to start thinking about that. Hmm. Let's put Biden in and Kamala Harris and let me go back to sleep. <laughs> let me go back to sleep. And think that it's all good. And if anything, we need to be waking up right now. Now is the time to wake up. Listen, I don't care who is in office. We are heading toward a deep, deep recession. We are in the middle of another wave of this pandemic. We are, there are food shortages. There are going to be job losses. There's going to be homelessness because of the mass evictions that are getting ready to happen. Look, keep your fire. If you already have fire, continue on with that fire. This is the time to purchase land. This is the time to work that land. This is the time to grow your own food. This is the time to teach your own children. This We've mm. had huge opportunities. We've gotten huge opportunities during this quarantine. You mean to tell me? Now, I know a lot of people are struggling out there because they have to stay home or they have to find alternative ways to work. But you mean to tell me your babies are now out of this system that seeks to destroy them and they're at home with you. And now they can be taken to the library. They can be read good books that feed them, that give them reflection of who they are. Now you're at home, you can beautify your neighborhood, pick up some paper, you can knock on the door of your neighbors with your mask on and say, hey, hey, how are you doing? I'm growing these, these squash and you can trade some squash. This is a time to build your communities. This is, a not, this is not a time to be lulled asleep 
by who is in the president's chair. Because when it boils down to it, it really doesn't matter because none of them give a hell about you. Mm. And that is what we need to ingrain into our culture. They don't give a hell about you, so you need to give a hell about yourself. Do for self. It's the only solution. It's the only solution. So I, I like how you did that, honey, because you led us right into how we're going to close with solutions, right? So um, doing for self is the only solution. I, I mean, doing for self is the only solution. Um, these politicians are not going to save you. Um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris definitely not going to save you. The next president ain't going to save you. So you must do for yourself. Start growing food. Start start educating yourselves. Health. 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 That's something else. People, people are going about this whole coronavirus thing the wrong way. Um, take your precautions, you know. I mean, you know, the mask and all that stuff, even though the mask is just a silly piece of cloth, probably ain't stopping no germs from getting to you any damn way. But, hey, it's fine. You know what I mean? Take your precautions, put your mask on, socially distance, all that good stuff. Washing your hands. This is all stuff you should have been doing anyway. So, but be proactive. This is not the first time mankind has dealt with a virus. It's not going to be the last time. Okay? Unfortunately, those who are out there because they have compromised immune systems, there's a good chance that you're going to struggle with this virus. So, what do you, you need to be focused on making yourself able to handle the virus. Don't be so much focused on trying not to get it. Because I think that's going to be hard. I think, I think everybody's going to be contacted with it. We've probably already come under contact. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, so that's going to be difficult trying to focus your head on not trying to get the coronavirus. No, focus on being able to beat the coronavirus in the event that you get it. Build your immune system. Build your immune system up and focus on your health. If they talk about it attacks the lungs, why you ain't out there running? Why you not? Why you? Why you not trying to strengthen your lung capacity? Why you not strengthening your lungs if they saying it attacks the respiratory system? Now I hear something about the blood. Why you not working on things to help improve your blood, beats and things of that nature? Circulation, yeah, running. Get some circulation going. Get some running going. Get some antioxidants. Eat those blueberries. Can we mandate blueberries? Can we mandate Mm. cherries? Can Can we we mandate mandate exercise? Can we mandate exercise? Can we mandate drinking water? Can we mandate all of the things that we need to build our immune systems? Can we mandate learning herbs that grow in your environment? That's right. You know what I mean? Learn learn self-defense. Learn how to learn how to learn how to deal with hand to hand. Learn how to deal with firearms. Um growing food, all those different things. Um but you know, there but there are segments of black people that are not falling for the okie doke out there, right? So the Freedom Georgia Initiative, I love what they're talking about doing. Follow that. Get involved with that. I just came across something recently called the Black Achievement Fund. Um, I like what they're talking about. I like what they're talking about. 
10 million black people pulling $9 a month and then working on a budget to create institutions that we own and operate out of that budget. It's in the beginning stages, but I like what they're doing. My family joined. I think you should take a look at it. Go to www.baf.solutions. Check it out. Check it out. So, stay woke out here. And if you're not woke, you need to get woke. Because <laughs> nothing changed. <laughs> nothing changed for you with the election of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That's all I got to say, honey. You got anything you want to add before we close out? Check out Michelle E. Lee's book, Working the Roots. And check her out, period. She is she's also been been a proponent of people churching up in her terms, churching up and buying up property, buying land with water and building and growing. All right. That's it. Everybody uh watch your back. Stay up. And protect your neck. Protect your neck. Peace.